Thornton, and I am joined by the world's greatest, most force-sensitive co-host, Mr. Steve Woods. What's up, LT? Man, you know what it is. It's been another week in the world of nerdery. <laughs> it has. We got some stuff, too, man. Yeah. It feels like there's so. never a shortage of nerdishness. Uh, we've had some slightly dry weeks, but we have not had yeah. a complete devoid of interesting things to talk about. It's a constant, it's a constant flow. You know, there's always a trailer, there's always a Something. announcement, there's always a uh, huge flop, which we'll get into. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so let's see. <laughs> Uh, so let me let me give you guys a little bit of a uh, 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 of our mission on the Talkcast. It is our mission on the Talkcast to bring you the latest in nerd entertainment, whether it involves movies, TV, video games, D and D, science, comic books, anime, wrestling, whatever. We will cover it because hey, guess what? Being a nerd is not as limiting as you think that it is. Ooh, and so much to cover today. So yeah, much man. that I, I'm. I'm not even going to waste y'all's time. I'm just going to go ahead and give y'all a little idea of the different things we are going to talk about today. Uh, we are going to talk about Sony's state of play and some of the notable items that we saw on that state of play. Interesting. Yeah, definitely interesting. Interesting all around, I think. Not like world-breaking, not like, oh, but like, okay, yeah. okay, mm -hmm. I see. So definitely interesting there. Uh, we also got... A, a trailer for that movie Prey that I believe we talked about on this show a couple months ago. Yeah, a teaser. yeah, that it, just hit today, right? It just hit today. Oh. Yeah, yeah. And guys, we gotta we gotta come back around. I, I don't know if you knew this, but it was not indeed Morbin time, and we'll explain that. We'll explain what that means. But uh, let let's pour one out for. Uh, for Morbin, as a <laughs> as a meme, um, but one out for Morbin. <laughs> we were indeed not Morbin, y'all. <laughs> we definitely were. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, so before we get into all that, we have to bring back our old handy dandy segment. What's hot in the streets? Ooh, man, what's hot? Well, I'll tell you what's hot. What's hot is what is coming down the pipeline. We got two things to talk about, and that is tomorrow, mm -hmm. or the probably the day this episode drops, uh, June 8th. So when you guys are hearing this, it's probably they're, they're both probably already dropped. But we get the first, I think, episode or two episodes. I can't remember how they're releasing it, but we're getting uh, the first drop of Miss Marvel. Yeah. Or I'm sorry, Ms. Marvel. Ms. Marvel. Mm -hmm. And we're getting the Black Adam trailer, Boy. which The Rock has been hyping up yeah. because he's because, you know, Steve, the the dynamic of power in the DC universe is about to change. Has The Rock said that like mm -hmm. 900 times? He, <laughs> he says it every opportunity that he gets. Yes. XFL, promo, mm -hmm. <laughs> anyway. Dynamic of power is about to change. Yeah. They just wrapped filming, right? So, uh, no, they've been wrapped filming. He he Why shared a video. Oh, okay. like he shared a video part. of when they wrapped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, that no, they're 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 deep into post production Man, on that. Movie. I I I want. Let's just jump into Black Adam. I want this to be awesome for him. 
Do you? I do. <laughs> I do. You know, I'm a fan of his show. Right? Oh, okay. And okay. This season just wrapped up. Yeah. So good. It's so good. It actually got to the point to where it, it was a cliffhanger at the end, and he was talking about the attitude era. So, mm-hmm. definitely hype for next season. But all in all, just seeing like his overall life played out, because they're all true stories that he tells on the on that show. Uh, yeah. yeah, I've always been a fan. Been a fan since the first time I saw him back in the nineties. Yeah, won't that be to do well? Oh yeah, I mean, here's what I want, right? Because what what has what has tired me of The Rock and the movies that he's in is that you know when he started out, we got some really dope movies like what's that movie, The Rundown? Yep. Or Walking um, Tall, The Rundown. Walking Tall. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Some of those movies where he was just kind of an unrestricted, you know, kind of just standard old school action hero type. And yeah, now he's right. kind of like more of that sanitized, like uh, always the good guy. It's almost the rock jokes. being the rock. It, it would, it, it's not even the rock being the rock because the rock mm. from the 90s, like from the WWF, yeah. was closer Hated in line. In <laughs> right. <laughs> Let's see that. This rock is closer to John Cena, where he's uh. smiling, sparkly. Queen, I am perfect in every way. Look at my chiseled jaw. Mm. I will smolder for the camera. <laughs> yeah. Look at all people's these business elbow, ventures. People's eyebrow. Part of. People's eyebrow. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, he 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 can fit that into everything too. But I'm I'm saying it's so sanitized, and he doesn't. He's very protective of his image, right? It's like, yeah. Uh, and that that is, you know, people complain about the same formula with uh, you know a lot of. Marvel movies or, or, you know, different things. I get a lot of that out of the rock movies. Like he's kind of the same guy. So I'm hoping black Adam is significantly different. It sounds like black Adam wants to kill people Yeah, and black Adam's okay with not necessarily being liked. And while he is the hero, the named hero of the movie, I hope he's got some grime to him. I hope he's got some dirt under his fingernails, you know? Yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to get a taste. I remember that teaser that they showed during what the DC fandom yeah. where, uh, like you know, he, and, yeah, yeah. And, and he, he took out that room full of, full of guys and stuff. I mean, he looks like he's going to be a freaking prop, right? So, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I want to see, I want to see the trailer. I think we have to go by this one for the trailer first. Exactly. Let, let's let him be a problem, right? Mm-hmm. He's he is a problem. Let's make him a problem in the vein of a I guess not Vader because he's not a full on villain, but like let's let's get That's Yeah. Like I said, dirt under the fingernails. Yeah. I I don't want him cheesing and smiling a lot. I want him pissed off. We're gonna get that. <laughs> you know that though, right? We're gonna get I I hope. <laughs> Because <laughs> look, he this has been a passion project of his for so long now. Yeah, I'd hate been. for it to come out. Yeah, I'd hate for it to come out and it's just years, man. Yeah. Years he's been courting it before they even signed on yeah. officially do anything. So it's definitely been one of those Well let me ask you this. Games. This movie comes out, right? Yeah. We know the DC universe will probably get an overhaul in the future. Does this one just Fall. Then I, mean, I don't. Just, I don't know. I, I they mean, carry it, some some things over. Probably if this is a success, I can see them moving forward. It'll be interesting to see. It will, for sure. So, you know, that's uh. What time is that supposed to drop? That's up. Uh, they haven't said. I would think it's a morning drop. Like, you know, when you, one of those first things, like you get into the office, you pull up in your chair, open your browser window and you're like, oh, here we go. (laughs) (laughs) I'm hoping it's one of those. I hope it's not like I'm getting ready to clock out and I'm like, oh, oh, there it is. Yep. (laughs) Lunchtime is always good for me. Yeah. Lunchtime. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, and then Ms. Marvel uh, comes out. A lot of positive buzz. I'm hearing a lot of great things about yeah, these first man. two episodes. How different it is. How it feels fresh. How it feels. I mean, this might be what exactly what like these Marvel TV shows have needed as far as something new and vibrant that that doesn't feel the same. Well, I skimmed over some of the some of the outlets that have been probably the most critical. And they gave this pretty high scores, man, like above eight. So I'm, I'm excited about it. I, I guess I just want to know what it's going to be. My initial yeah. thought is going to be geared more towards younger kids, but I, I don't think that that's true. When I say younger kids, I mean like younger than 46. So I don't know. <laughs> it's going to fall. Yeah. No. It's, I mean, what are you going to do? It's it's going to appeal to who it appeals to mm-hmm. and whoever it doesn't appeal to. Um, it, you know, it's there not. It is, right. And, and we know, like, Ms. Marvel is such a huge fan of, like, Captain Marvel. I'm wondering if we get a Brie Larson cameo at any point in the show. Mm. Or do they save that for the movie? Oh, it's definitely the lead up to the movie. But oh, you're talking about the actual movie. I also have a feeling that you know, there's been all the controversies surrounding how they changed her powers from like stretchy powers to dazzle, dazzle, hard light cosmic powers. Which I get. I mean, there there was an element of like body dysmorphia that tied into adolescence that that her powers were kind of tied to, and, and as far as making her feel awkward and stuff. Um, but part of me thinks that the gauntlets that she wears, that it seems to gives her her powers, might be a version of the Negabands that the OG Captain Marvel used to wear, like those gold gauntlets that, yeah. I can see that. Which means that they're, instead of being an ancient, like, artifact, perhaps they're way more ancient than that. Maybe they're actually the original Negabands that somehow found their way to Earth and were inscribed with Middle Eastern culture or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I feel like that's dope because that ties her to something way, way, way bigger. In the same way that Shang Chi has like his ten rings, and they're like, "What are these? These are older than anything yeah. we've ever seen before." Uh, I could, I could see something like, like she's dealing with some super, super high level cosmic stuff. You know, what does that drop? Do you see that at midnight? Uh, midnight PT. So uh, that's going to be what three or four a.m. for us. Dang. A lot to watch in the morning. I don't want anybody to spoil it. I'll be out to spoil stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Same here. Speaking of things that we're looking forward to, let's go ahead and get into our first story. (laughs) Oh, yeah. This is what I was curious to see the outcome on. We didn't talk about this last week, but actually we haven't talked about this at all because once Morbius came out, we just kind of were like, yeah, not that great. Let's. Well, you even went and saw on. it in the theater. I saw it, I think the Open day weekend. that it yeah. came out. Yeah. Maybe the day that it came. It feels like it was a Thursday that I went to go see it. Um, there was one other person in the theater with me. Um... The movie started out promisingly. It was a solid 20, 30 minutes of, oh, kind of, kind of good. Something I'm, I'm intrigued about what's happening. I'm invested in the character somewhat. And then the quality-wise, the movie just falls off a cliff. It just, like, oh, boy. We are we are in some bad water I now. think Super Producer Boyd saw it. I think he said the same thing. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we pretty much came to the same consensus as far as like starts out good, then there's there's a noticeable dip. (laughs) 
Um, so I think the day or the day after the movie comes out, there was a tweet that went viral. And um, it is, I'm, I want to give credit to the person here. It is, uh, I think the person's name was at rank 10 YGO or Yu-Gi-Oh. I don't know if that maybe is the case, but they said the best part of Morbius was when he said it's Morbin time and Morbed all over those guys. <laughs> which, which kicked off the it's Morbin time tweets. Which, I will not lie to you, I got multiple people that reached out to me and said, does he actually say it's Morbin time? In the movie, I'm like, no, that's a meme. Please don't go see this movie. Please don't go here. It's, it's Morbin time. <laughs> so, that's been going on for months, right? Like, this meme has, I think it was trending, um, if not last week, the, uh, two weeks ago. It literally trended for an entire week. Uh, maybe longer. Maybe longer, man. It was everywhere. But the the thing about the meme is that the meme was very subtly making fun about how nobody went to go see Morbius to confirm <laughs> if he actually says it's And everybody had questions. <laughs> I, 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 I I'm like, does he really say that? I'm no. like, is he part of the movie? Does somebody else say that? Like, does somebody right. say, hey, listen. Right. It's time. It's Morbin it's, it's time. time. <laughs> if I heard that, I would have audibly. I don't. I don't know. Or somebody said he just morbed all over. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna morb all over you guys. I, oh, I would <laughs> if if that was done entirely like self seriously without the meme or the joke or anything. I feel like there's a level of douche chills that would go down my spine. If he if he completely seriously in the movie goes, it's Morbin time. Did you take your name and make it like a descriptive term for an action? Like, what are we doing right now? So let me let me continue along. I, I this thought path, that you right? just skipped over it. No, that's no. the thing. I didn't even bring it up to you. I was like, oh, man, that's dumb. But. Again, that speaks to like the level of quality that people expected out of the movie. I that this that, movie would have him say it's Morbin time. I think that I even sent you something like that. Like, did he really? Yeah. Did he really say this? At, and he that was like late in the game when it started to pick up more and more and more. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It was like early May, I think. You're like, did he actually say it's Morbin time? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> this is a meme gone wild. And then, and then. And then the jokes, the memes started Dude, going can I tell a little you further. Called it? Because you were like, look, if they greenlight a Morbius 2 based on this right. meme, based right. on the on the popularity of this meme, it's just gonna end somewhere. <laughs> so so they did the next best thing, right? So they, they see the trending, they see all this stuff. There's a ton of jokes on on Twitter and everywhere else saying, "My God, can you imagine if they actually greenlit like like the sequel?" So many people being like, "Sony, please don't greenlight the sequel based <laughs> off of this meme. It's not going to end well for you." <laughs> but it was trending for so long, those executives at Sony were like, "Man, we might have something here. Let's take advantage of it." And what did they do? This is what they did. They greenlit uh the movie to replay in let me give you the exact numbers here 954 theaters because of memes this past weekend because of memes okay bro and I wait it gets better because then the official morbius twitter account i do not follow it it was retweeted to me uh, the Morbius official Twitter account does two things. One, it shows a video of Morbius looking at his watch, and there's words above it that says, it's time. Playing off the Morbius, uh, the Morbin time thing, right? The official Twitter account. And then, they actually have Jared Leto sitting on a couch doing a meme video, and he retweets this from his own personal yeah. Twitter account, 
I, I had to double check it because I was like, this isn't real. This is fake. And <laughs> it's like, oh, what are you reading? And he has a script that says Morbius 2. It's more, more than time. By <laughs> Bartholomew Chubbins or something. Right, like Cubbins, yeah. With the, with the Curb Your Enthusiasm music. With the... <laughs> like, wow. This is the internet out of control. This is level. This is Sonic original design level. Yeah. Of like <laughs> internet power. How did they even get him to hold that fake script? In some because they were like, they was like, look, your movie bombed. This actually <laughs> might make us recoup some of the costs from this. Unfortunately, Sony spent millions of dollars putting this movie back into. 954 theaters across the country and let me give you an update on how that turned out i just heard about friday i'm excited to hear about the rest of the weekend all right my favorite headline by the way was uh i think late saturday (laughs) the news came across morbius has bombed again and it's returned to theaters Again, <laughs> again. You know, I feel good. <laughs> What's the last time you heard of a movie bombing twice? Within a six now, here's period. here's what I have heard of: movies like uh, Avatar, mm-hmm. movies like The Titanic. Those movies being re-released in theaters to hit a benchmark for right. box office, right? Right. <laughs> uh, they were announced to be uh, Oscar nominated. I've seen other movies do that as well before there were streaming right. platforms. Right. What in the hell? <laughs> this movie bombed. How much did it make that weekend? So. Uh, remember, Sony paid millions of dollars to put this back into 954 theaters. Uh, total, it grossed $300,000 with a per theater average of $289. If you divide that by the average ticket price, each theater playing Morbius saw about 30 people show up. Which means that's about 10 people per day. Or, on average, about five people per show. So, you know, that's rough. <laughs> that's real bad. <laughs> Dude, I was there opening night, and I didn't even have five people in my show. And they thought, uh, we, we have something. We got something here. I, I don't understand the thought process. Someone thought that they were getting one over on the internet because their movie was a joke, but they didn't understand the joke. And they lost millions of dollars from it. And look, and look, we all disagreed with Morbius as a concept for a movie in the first place. In the first place, yes. (laughs) We never had a good feeling about it. Hopeful. But never had a good view. Yeah. And, like, does this bode well for Craven the Hunter? Or El Muerte? What are we going to do when El Muerte comes out? Already. You know my favorite tweet that I saw in response to Morbius bombing? It was, no, 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 Sony, you misunderstood the meme. We wanted a TV show. <laughs> we didn't want a sequel. We wanted a we wanted a TV show. You really do, and yet, sometimes, sometimes when. Large studios make bad decisions and lose a ton of money from it. You can't do anything but laugh. Just do the 
colors over. You'd probably make more money turning those properties over than you would put yeah. in the theater. Yeah, just just take care of the distribution for it, right? Mm. Like, mm-hmm. let's be honest. This Marvel, this this Sony Spider Man universe, whatever they're calling it, I forget, is like it's not going well. Venom two, I think I can't even remember the numbers for that, but I don't think it did that well. Yeah. Now part of that is because it also came out while we were still in the thick of it with the pandemic, but um, that did not do well. Morbius bombs twice, and now Craven is on the horizon. Mm-hmm. As a as a January or February release, I think that's rough. Mm-hmm. And again, you're not doing anything with Toby. You're not doing anything with Andrew. You're definitely not doing anything with Tom Holland. So, what are we working towards here? I mean, for me, I would pause all of those productions, focus on that spark that was No Way Home, do something with Andrew, do something with Toby, but leave. Nobody's going to see a crazy dude. Nobody. You're going to blow the goodwill that you have with this Spider-Man. You really are. Because, like, you know, once you get into, like, the Morbius post-credits, like, you've got some solid connections that do tie back to the MCU. And you're muddying that water. Very clumsily. And you're muddying that water by not being consistent. Are there people... I just answered my own question without even asking it. I'll ask it anyway. Are there people Mm -hmm. that believe that this universe they're creating is somehow tied to the MCU? And is that what they're banking on? I'm I'm sure there are. And I think they I think they are kind of banking on that. I'm sure there's some people that are like, oh I don't know. I don't know what's tied to what. I don't know who what production company. I don't know if it's Disney, Sony, MGM, Paramount. I don't know. I'm just going to go see this Spider-Man villain movie. Because they had Spider-Man all over the trailer. Yeah. It's... Gosh. I don't know what they're doing. Look, I can sit here and... Yeah, we can talk about this for a second. I can. <laughs> I, honestly, I can. Because I, I've been angry at Morbius since it was announced. You want to tell me what I'm really kind of upset about? This Madam Web movie, yeah. which you want to talk about an obscure character. I don't even know. I don't even know what the. I don't know what the plan is, unless you're maybe tying Madam Web to the multiverse. Maybe. I told you that's what I think. I think so too. Like they, yeah, exactly. They're going to have their own Doctor Strange where they can do anything they want with all the different Spider-Mans and blah, blah, blah. You've got a good thing with Spider-Verse. It, that's looking really good. Maybe spin off of that. I don't know. But this live action stuff, I don't, I don't even know if they're still trying to build a Sinister Six or not. If they are, they're not even using like real regular members of the actual Sinister Six. Mm-hmm. So I'm just confused. What? I I wish Sony would have the same kind of shakeup that DC's going through right now, where they're like, they they just got rid of their top CEO, and that the new CEO is coming in, and he's like, we need to rearrange. What are we doing with Superman? <laughs> what is <laughs> this? Like, why did yeah. it take so? Why did it take that to ask that question? Uh, because you've got too many people. That been there too long, that can't see the forest for the trees, and are only trying to like make money instead of putting a creative in charge that can streamline everything, and also is a fan, frankly, of the properties, mm-hmm. and doesn't just look to turn it into dollars, but looks to actually try to please the fans. Mm-hmm. That's that? the point. Who is that? Hopefully, they find some. Well. 
They almost had me. We'll get to that. <laughs> they almost had one. <laughs> oh, gosh. What are we going to do? Anyway, that is... Let me ask you this. Before we move more to this. Okay. How many movies have to bomb like this before Sony's like, okay. All right. We get it. Maybe, maybe by Craven. Definitely not um, <laughs> If it's not right by Madam Web, they are in trouble. Yeah. Like, big time. Yeah. And I'd say they have to reuse that, but... I mean, essentially, we don't have a, we don't have a Morbius movie now, right? And we won't have one for a very long time, even if they do lose that. I'm okay with that, but that character is part of something bigger, we're just not going to see. Because they screwed it up already. Um, or can you do it? Are you are you trying to justify reintroducing Morbius? <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm saying, could you reintroduce Morbius? <laughs> Why would you? I <laughs> What's the point there? <laughs> then why did they even do it? I don't know. I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> Morbius is not an interesting character. But then we have Craven Company coming too. Who is Craven's at, who least, is at least more interesting to me than exactly. exactly. He has one of the definitive storylines in Spider Man mm. comics with Craven's Last Hunt. I don't know how you do that when you don't even have a Spider Man, but Craven's at least more interesting. I give it that. But like, what you you gonna do? Are they trying to build trilogies? I don't. I don't know, Steve. I don't know what the plan is. Craven movie is not gonna have Spider Man in it. We know that. So is the second one gonna be like, oh, it's got Spider Man in it, and then the third one be the Sinister Six movie? I don't know. I don't know. I just don't know the plan. I want to know what they're thinking. Especially on the re-release, dude. Uh, I can't. I can't speak to it. I don't know the logic. I mean, I, I all I can do is go back to my regular uh, thinking of cocaine addled exec going, oh, you see the memes? It's, I, <coughs> it's um, they, they love Morbius. They love it. I told you guys it's a good I idea. I told you it was Morbius. Me, huh? It's Morbius. <laughs> Make him. Can we make? Can we re-release the movie where he says Morbin? Can we get some lines? Can we get that can in there? No. The directors threatened to boycott us if we include that line as like some ADR or something. Fine. All right. Let's put it on the marketing. All right. Got. Okay. Morbius one. It's Morbian time. Morbius two. It's Morbius o'clock. <laughs> That's right. That's right. All the subtexts. All the sublines for for these movies moving forward are time references, baby. Oh. <laughs> uh. You know what scares me? You <laughs> right, dude. If they if they release that with a subtext, it's more than time. I quit. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. All right, I'm. Now I'm tired of talking okay. to Morbius. <laughs> it got it gets funny, but it goes funny to old real quick. <laughs> we got to move on from Morbius. Let's go to the something that's actually good. Let's go to this prey trailer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I won't I won't say that I that this was a complete surprise because when we talked about it a few months ago, we were like interesting con- concept, mm-hmm. you know. Um. When I saw the teaser a while back, I it struck struck me as like, kind of like, what Mel Gibson's like Apocalypto or whatever that movie was called. Yeah. Like maybe this is like close to like a silent film where it's not a lot of talking. It's just you've got these indigenous people that are being hunted by a predator or something like that. But no, we it looks like we're getting something way more than that. We got characters. We got. Uh, possibly authentic indigenous culture with 
uh, like actual indigenous people on top of that, like it, like you got native people actually portraying like roles for this and, and bringing it true to life. And then you got a predator that's doing Can some new stuff. Man, like, <laughs> we've never seen that kind of strength before. But it's all true. This predator picks up a whole ass bear above his head. We haven't seen that. Uh, right. And was he trying to save the lady, or was he like, "Nah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a hunt me some bear today." That's what I think. And then he happens <laughs> upon this thing, or sees the arrow in it, like, "Oh, you, oh y'all, y'all just out here hunting me." I don't know. Anything else stand out from you, for you about this trailer? Like, from either side? Yeah. Meaning, I see that tri- triangle pattern on his head. We gotta go. We gotta move right now. <laughs> right. I thought that person was a gun. Oh, so the trailer already me told too. us. Because I was like, how is this person gonna know to dodge that? And then towards the end of the trailer, she like had the predator's blood across her chest. Did you see that? Or his chest? Did you see that? No. Yeah, yeah, the three green streaks like she painted herself with her blood. E. 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 Yes, sir. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, and that's just coming to our house, bro. Was it August something? August 30th? 23rd? Um. I don't. Man, I don't even remember now. I thought it was. I thought it was like August 6th or something, or maybe I'm confusing that with something else. Um, That'll be fun. That'll be a fun drop. Because you know it's going to be a massacre, too. Oh. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to get to that part in the forest where all the bodies are strung up from the tree. Yeah, it's going to be. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, it, it's raining. Drip, drip, drip. That's not rain. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So, cool. We're all on board on that the prey train. Mm-hmm. Big fan. All right. So, uh, let's go ahead and move into our next story, which is uh, Sony uh, did a state of play. I know we just got finished bashing Sony, but like, their video game department feels like it knows what it's doing most of the time, at least. So, uh, th- they did a state of play, and there was not a ton that was super notable, but there was three things that stood out to us, at least, as far as getting excited for. Um, I'll start with uh, least to most. How about that? Sounds good. Uh, I'm excited for Final Fantasy 16. I know not a lot of people are, but this game looks massive. Yeah, Especially with like the summons and how it seems like the character can actually possess the summons in some way, and you have giant kaiju fights. Uh, that's insane, and I'm here for it, and I want it. You know, I for me, that was again probably one of the least because I don't get I don't play a lot of JRPGs anymore. I mean, the last one I played, I can't even tell you. Maybe it's Persona or something like that, but I, I haven't gotten into that in a long time. This one actually looks interesting. Looks like there's some different things other than uh, you know, like an action RPG or a turn-based RPG. So looks like there's some stuff. It's pretty meaty. Definitely looks meaty. Definitely, I mean, the visuals back it up. It's a, it's a for sure PS5 game. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man. Uh, I mean, I don't have much else to say about it. Just like, it looks gorgeous. The summon fighting looks, uh, incredible. It's incorporating more of this, uh, Final Fantasy VII remake, live action, RPG, like in real time, that kind of system. Uh, I'm just here for it. Um, I don't know if I'll have a PS5 by then, but I do plan on picking it up once I... Uh, get one. So, 
pretty dope. Uh, next, I th it looks like they're doing Resident Evil Four remake. Oh, that's least the most. I mean, well, I, I guess, I guess we, I guess we got it. <laughs> I, I was looking at those two, like I don't know which one I'm digging more here. Rightfully so, because they're both, they're both gems. Oh yeah, <laughs> they are, they are. But uh, Resident Evil Four remake, yeah. dang dude. <laughs> this, Resident Evil Four keeps popping up on me. On this it does because it's so much fun, and the playthrough multiple times gets better and better. Because I feel like I'm not oh, yeah. scared anymore <laughs> the first time. You know, you get wild <laughs> like, nah, I'm just going all night this time. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I mean. I mean, I feel like Resident Evil 4 has been remade for every possible system, right? right. right. So, the fact that we're getting a full remake and not just a reskinned version of the original, which that's what all of these other ones have been. It's just take the original, slightly update the graphics. Um, everything else is the same. This is a full remake. There's even some new stuff that I saw in here. I was like, oh, that looks way different. Um. Yeah, man. Uh, and if it's anything like that, what was it? The the RE2 remake? Yeah. 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 I love how they at the end of that trailer they showed the beginning of the game. Coquelo, coquelo, matano! What are you buying? What are you selling? Matano! Coquelo! Oh, man. Uh, so, obviously, we're excited for that. And then, I guess what I erroneously put as most excited for, uh, yeah, I mean which you would have had flipped. I mean, Street Fighter Six. Yeah, yeah. SF Six, more Ooh. realistic looking. They've got these uh, fancy paint graphics when people get hit with critical moves. Um, that is pretty sick. Yeah, yeah. I, it's hard for me to even play Street Fighter now because people that are so good to play the line. I'm wondering if this will be more balanced. I hope so. Because it's just not fun for me anymore. I'm not like some of the people we know that just, you just grab it and just go off. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, I already see combo videos coming up, and it's just like, I see we got some new moves incorporated, some new characters. Um, Ryu hit his Shin Sharyuken that I swear, like it, it was like two seconds of it, but <laughs> that mug looked like it has uh some impact. <laughs> I don't know if there is a rocked feature in this game, but I feel like you can't get hit with that <laughs> bulging back. muscles and veins and come back and be like, that guy's okay. And Ryu is wide and all outside. Oh yeah, he's he's, he's rocking that ridiculously large, rocking that dirty beard. <laughs> and my man finally got some shoes on. Right. Shout out to Ryu <laughs> for uh, realizing that them calluses weren't worth it. <laughs> You're a little bit older now. Yeah. Did you, you see? Issues. <laughs> did you see the uh, leaked picture of Ken? Yeah. Look up Street Fighter Six Ken. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I heard a description. I don't know if it's real uh, or if it's. <laughs> if it's yeah, I, I think they said he's divorced and his wife took the kids or something. Ken's looking rough. He looks homeless. 
He's got boots on. He's got his signature red pants. He has a yeah. black A-frame shirt, tank top, a brown duster, <laughs> overcoat, and his signature uh, his signature gloves. Yeah. Then <laughs> he looks just and dirty. Ken's looking a little rough. Uh, honestly, he looks a lot like Terry from, or Terry Bogard from Mark of the Wolves. Mm. Um, but it's, it's a rough look. I don't, yeah. Uh, (laughs) I... I'm I'm pretty excited for this game. Yeah. I think uh, Street Fighter V caught a lot of flack, and it's been a while. And also, part of me hopes whenever we get new Street Fighter games that when it comes out and the friend is working on it, that maybe they'll work on another Marvel vs. Capcom game. That's my hope. That? I think it's been time. They flopped yeah. on the last one. Yeah, yeah you they completely they they did not one. treat. I was. I bought it the day it came out. And it wasn't the gameplay. The gameplay is actually really good on that game. It's super underrated. It's the aesthetics and everything. The net code is awful. The the actually the net code I think is okay, but the the actual um aesthetics, like the way the characters look, Captain America looks like a freaking eh. eh. <sighs> Yeah, I, I, so th- this game looks pretty. Um, I hope it carries over to whatever, if they get to get around to making another Marvel vs. Capcom game. Um, I just, I'm excited for this, and I think uh, it's going to be pretty cool when we get more stuff down the line, too. And it could lead to good stuff. Um, <laughs> Let's stay to play <clears throat> um, because there's no E3 this year. This is it. Oh, there's no E3? No, there's no E3 this year. There's no E3 2023. Oh. I would imagine Sony will have another something coming. Yeah. Out. Because there was no Sony Direct. We got like, yeah. You know, we do have the holiday season in 2023. So, yeah. Let's see what we can get. We will see. So anyway, that was the notable details from State of Play that we at least came up with. Uh, so let's go ahead and get into our last story here. And this was actually a news story. Yeah, this is a news story that came up um, as, as something that was revealed regarding Kevin Feige and Marvel. And we just thought it also kind of led into a really interesting discussion about where things would be. And um, the story that came up was that around 2016, or maybe before then, uh, whenever they were developing Captain America Civil War, um, it was I think it's pretty well known that um, Kevin Feige was actually feuding with the head of uh, Marvel Entertainment, which is uh, Ike Perlmutter, um, who was the guy that was kind of in charge of all this Marvel Entertainment, the comics, all this other stuff. And even though they answered to Disney because Disney bought them out, um, Ike Perlmutter still retained control of the actual functions of Marvel Entertainment. And Kevin Feige felt handcuffed because they were always constantly, you know, limiting budgets and doing all this stuff that kind of didn't allow him to open things up the way that he has as a result. And that actually caused Disney to step in because the story that came out was Marvel or Kevin Feige almost left Marvel Studios and had serious talks and was in the final stages of taking up DC and their movies. And if it wasn't for Disney stepping in and being like, uh, no, keep him, uh, Perlmutter, you're out. Feige, 
you're president of Marvel Studios. Uh, here's blank checks to make us all this money. Here's Endgame. Here's Infinity War. Here's Black Panther. Here's all this other stuff. Do whatever you want because everything you do makes us money. And if they did not do that, we might be living in a completely different universe where Kevin Feige runs the DCEU. So let, let, let's say, yeah. yeah, well, let, let, well, let's take a step back, right? Let's look at the time frame. Um, mm-hmm. Captain America Civil War. Let's say they don't figure it out. What were the big hangups about Captain America Civil War? The cast is too big. There's too many Avengers that you probably have to pay. So you have to reduce that size down. Also, maybe we get Black Panther. Maybe we don't. We definitely do not get Spider-Man because if Perlmutter's in charge, they're not working out a deal where, you know, they get access to Spider-Man and they agree to make movies for Sony. So Civil War is not this big epic thing that it originally was. And if you think about it, Civil War kicks off a ton of different stuff in the MCU. Like it's a catalyst for a lot of the final things that set up Endgame. It directly leads into in, or into Infinity War and Endgame, if you think about it. And so, let's say that that is a significantly less interesting movie. And then Feige's gone after that. And that's left to maybe the sub-producers, which probably well-intentioned, but they're, they don't have one person to answer to. So the universe starts to feel a little scattered, even though it's getting into its final stages. <clears throat> and maybe doesn't have the level of quality that we were used to with the MCU up to that point. Meanwhile, uh, let's see, by that point, they were already pretty deep into, DC was already pretty deep into figuring out uh, Batman versus Superman with Zack Snyder, right? And so I wonder, that that's a big question mark. Can Zack Snyder coexist with Kevin's Kevin Feige to build out this DCEU. I don't know if they do because Zack Snyder has a very mature vision of the DC universe and Kevin Feige has a very family friendly approach at least to the main characters to your Batman, Supermans, and Wonder Woman's, right? And so I don't. They probably butt heads, but Kevin Feige has a way better, more proven track record. So, I would say that they probably still shift things to Feige after that point, and maybe he kicks things off. Like he sees what they have in development, and he sees Shazam, and he's like, "This is great. Yeah, we can build this. We can build this universe off of Shazam, and then we get the the, the actual." We get the actual Superman cameo in Shazam, and um, I don't know how they handle Batman. I wonder if they try to stick with Affleck. They might. That's that's a good question. Maybe Snyder gets to retain the rights to like doing Batman movies because that seems to kind of fit more in his wheelhouse, and then we. We leave Superman to someone else who fits more of Feige's vision of how Superman should be portrayed. And you start to see right there, I mean, Patty Jenkins is already locked in for Wonder Woman, right? Um, and I know she's butted heads with Feige in the past, but they also had way more budget constraints because she was originally the director for Thor The Dark World and she walked away from that. So uh, it'd be interesting to see if she decides that she can kind of work with him in that regard but you start to see you know you've got shazam you've got um you you start to figure out superman batman you let snyder handle batman and some of the stuff that he's want to do maybe pull it back with some of the more violent tendencies that he wants with like the guns and the murder and, and some of that stuff but still give him more free reign to kind of build out the batman side of things that he wanted because he can still make that fit and then 
Um, you absolutely green light. Like at that point, Feige already had Guardians of the Galaxy under the belt. You absolutely green light a Green Lantern movie as soon as possible. Yeah. Right. Um, and man. You Ragnarok Wonder Woman. Do you Ragnarok Wonder Woman? No. I think Wonder Woman's fine. You don't have to do anything to change that. Patty Jenkins knows what she's doing there. Um, maybe, I think Wonder Woman 84 would have done a little bit better with a little bit better direction. Not not direction, I take that back. Guidance, Guidance. as far as like, right. you know, Come on. maybe script or maybe just like more crowd-pleasing moments or something. I, I don't know what exactly that would be missing. But um, there's there's a great <laughs> there's great ideas in there though, right? And again, so at that point, Zack Snyder is developing Batman versus Superman with an eye to Justice League, but Kevin Feige comes in and he's like, "No, we're pushing Justice League back, and Justice League now is going to have Shazam and Green Lantern, along with Cyborg and Wonder Woman and Flash." and Aquaman and you know it's a bigger team but it's a more epic movie right he's leading up to it suddenly we've got more of these solo films that are taking off um that kind of have a more consistent tone that you can kind of easily more easily slide into each other and by contrast it looks like DC is starting to overtake Marvel as far as movies that are entertaining that people want to go see right and so we I think we're talking about something way different way different at this point because it literally sh- like that's the perfect point for him to come in and literally change the entire fortunes of how that structure of that universe starts to play out because now we're talking about phase 4 like imagine if he was doing for DC uh and their characters like as far as shows go uh what Marvel's doing right now. Like, imagine we we get four or five different shows with the level of Peacemaker, right? Um, imagine the char- the lower level characters that are introduced. You know, like a, you know, we we get you know more of a Constantine show or a Zatanna show, or a Blue Beetle as a maybe a show that eventually leads into a movie. Uh, Justice League Dark is already all like if it's not in production it's already like in the works you know and so I can just see like he would sit down I I could even imagine like if he leaves a lot of that producing core that he has with him at Marvel probably comes with him because if he's the head honcho somewhere else and he's done nothing but take care of them he's probably bringing all of those producers with him so who's left at Marvel at that point. Oh yeah. I mean, James Gunn is probably coming with him um much sooner. Uh I'm trying to think who else. The Russo brothers, Taika, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's he's got an eye for some of this for some of this talent, man. Especially like look at the shows. Look at, you know, the guy that directed WandaVision or the guy that directed Moon Knight. That's just, there's so many um, opportunities that I think having a figurehead like Kevin Feige come in at that point in things, that would have just, it would have, it would suck for me because Marvel would be really, really suffering right now. And DC, I think, would definitely be thriving. I've talked a lot. I didn't get any of your thoughts on no, man. how you think that turns out. But like, no, as a as a, a a more casual observer, what do you think Kevin Feige comes into that universe and does? First of all, one hundred percent. I mean, yes, I can't, I can't see this happening without him. It is going to be very strange. You know, I would even say something like Wonder Woman Ragnarok, but I think that just the scale. Yeah, I think 
I mean, Green Lantern feels like it should be an easy one to knock out of the park. But you want to go big, too. Because it's such yeah. a fun character. I mean, you have to. I mean, look how big they went with Guardians of the Galaxy. If you mm. don't do that with Green Lantern, then what? what's the point? You know? Um, I remember and, and you Guardians even, of the Galaxy came out, you were like, why isn't this Green Lantern? Yes! <laughs> yeah. Why isn't it? Yeah. Why don't, why, so many people should have been like, why are we not doing movies about space? I mean, big, epic, cosmic adventures. Why are we not doing more space movies? <clears throat> Look at what you can do with Guardians of the Galaxy. It's mm -hmm. uh, like, it's so fun. Where you can go. You can go silly. You can go weird. You can go dark. You can go horror. You can go so many different avenues with it. Why not have a giant epic space opera, Green Lantern, War of the Light series, and ugh, it just frustrates me because, like, I'm a Marvel guy, but I'm still a fan of DC. I'm still a fan of DC characters. Kyle Rayner and Jon Stewart are some of my favorite Green Lanterns that even exist. Uh, Saint Walker is probably my favorite lantern out of all of them because I love the Blue Lantern Corps. Uh, Larflees? I mean, are you kidding me? Like, it, if the world ever knew, like, what a Larflees was and had to deal with <laughs> the orange lanterns, like, <laughs> it, it would... I, I even want Atrocitus and Dexstar, the Red Lantern, like, house cat. I want all of it <laughs> because the the Green Lantern Corps is absolutely comic books. It is bonkers. It is nuts. There is a Green Lantern squirrel, and I want it. I want it all, and that would be a, I want a perfect fit. Guardians could have done. Think about that setting. Look yeah, they did Rocket Raccoon. They did Rocket Raccoon. Look how was the bat. Yes, all in the same movie. Not at all. So. I mean, it's a fun what if, uh, which is funny because that's also a show that they have. <laughs> but uh, I, I am happy with how things out, how things turned out for the Marvel side. But it does make me sad, I think, because it would be great if both of these franchises were thriving. And I think DC is doing okay right now. Um, I just want more output than just. Batman stuff. Like it's it's so focused on Batman. I there are the other nooks and crannies that crannies of the DC universe I want to see. And I'm sorry, not all of that includes Bat Family. Uh, all right. Well, Good, definitely good talk. Sorry, I got a little bit on my soapbox there, and then I started talking. I know, I know, but I, I, I feel like I cut you off sometimes. And that's that's not fair. <laughs> well, anyway, guys, that is our show. That is this week's episode of the Nerd Smash Talkcast. Uh, if you haven't done so already, please like, rate, and subscribe to us on whatever platform that you're listening to us through. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean. Amazon Music, whatever. And uh, Steve, where can they find you? Where can they find the show? You can find the Nerd Smash podcast on Twitter at NerdSmash underscore PC. And you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Steve That's right. And you can find me on Twitter at LTTheFifth. That's at L-T-T-H-A-F-I-F-T-H. And you can also email us with your questions for the show that we may answer uh, live on the show. Uh, you can email us nerdsmash.tc at gmail.com. That's nerdsmash.tc at gmail.com. Oh, that is the show. <laughs> comes out? Yeah. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Which, which one of us called that as the movie that we thought was going to bomb? Was yeah. that any of us? Mm -hmm. No, no, no. Yeah. Mine's is Avatar. Was it Avatar? Mm. Mine's is Avatar. 
Because that trailer came out. It was. Mm-hmm. So was it Boyd's? We'll have to check with Super Producer Boyd yeah. and see if Jurassic Park was his movie. But coming this Friday is supposed to be one of the franchise. So we'll see. Yeah, then we. I'm going to check it out this weekend. Are you going to check it oh, out? Yeah, I can't wait. Yeah. Oh, hey. So, well, since I don't plan on seeing it, you want to give your quick impressions of uh, Top Gun Maverick? Oh, yeah. Um, so much fun. <laughs> so, that, that's my impression. So much fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, I, I was trying to figure out like how I felt about it, right? And I was really yeah. excited to see it. But it feels like. It feels like an older movie mm-hmm. because of the way it's done and it ends. It literally ends. Like, I don't feel like there's going to be multiple sequels or it's not going to tie into anything. It's just a, a balls-to-the-wall action movie, and then it's done. It felt real 80s. It was a lot of fun. It's hard to pull off. I it's exactly. Hard to pull off. I feel yeah. like I want that to be a trend, though. Like it doesn't all have to be remakes or redos or reboots. Uh, but I, I want that to I want that to be a thing. You know, we used to get yeah. those. You know, I, I, I'm looking at like Arnold Schwarzenegger in the movie, the movie about the racer. At the time, those were fun, right? Yeah, Running Man in the eighties. You know, those were fun. They didn't have to go anywhere. They didn't have to be a huge franchise. It just was a thing. So, Top Gun uh, Maverick is a lot of fun. Well, that is good to hear. For sure. All right. Well, that is uh, the end of our show yet again. Good talk to you. And, uh, I haven't talked to you in a minute. Yeah. I mean, since last week. Yeah. <laughs> we got to get ready for this Ms. Marvel and Black Adam trailer. And, and oh, tomorrow's four. a big day. Episode four. Episode four. Yeah, you're right. Ooh. Episode four. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm gonna say if y'all ain't checking out Obi Wan, boy, like, <laughs> listen. I'm gonna say something. Getting your life that. together. And this is not yeah. a spoiler. There's no reason to be okay with this. It's just something that is. Personally, in my heart and soul, uh-huh. and I already told you earlier, but I'm letting everyone know, my soul and body may leave the earth. <laughs> no, no, no. I know what you're going to say. You can't if say that. that. Happens, you can't. Okay. Okay. And I will talk about what that is later. <laughs> yeah, we will. If it happens. If it happens. If it happens. <laughs> if it happens. I'm going to text you live if it does. All right. I'm going to be like, Boom! I'm going to try to watch it before I go to work tomorrow. So I'm going to get up early. I might get up early. It depends on what my life I can't. I can't like see tonight. I can't see it. Like, if, if I see it, like mm-hmm. a still, anything yeah. like that, I don't want to do it. Oh, know. yeah. I got, you don't I want that. Do you don't, you I mean, don't there's only six episodes. One episode four. Yeah. Come on. Man. Yeah. You Come don't want on. that ruined for you. No. Not at all. All right, man. Well, like I said, that is our show. We'll talk to you guys later. Oh. And as always, holla, 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 holla